Hello everyone, my name is Yemisi Wasome and I'm with Eniola on this episode of Money Monday Podcast. Thank you very much for obliging us. So today we're going to be talking about identifying bad credits. And this topic was very, very intentional because it is one money issue that I myself has been escaped of, right? And with what is going on in Nigeria, there is a lot of companies now that are offering credits. And, you know, they would even go as far as calling you on the phone. And I don't even know how they know that you don't have money. And they will just call you. So so one of the mistakes I made in my own financial story was not being able to identify a bad loan. And truth be told, there are a lot of bad companies out there. Not to just, uh, not to put anybody on the spot, but they do not have your best interest at heart, to be honest. And trust me, they don't want to, they, they want to just push your financial problem. You know, imagine people giving you a loan at 40% interest at the end, at 50%, ridiculous interest rates. Even banks, I can tell you. And, you know, I just want us in this episode to shed more light on how credit is good, but at what stage do you need a credit? What kind of credits do you take? And what do you use credit for, right? So my first question would be, what are the char- characteristics of a bad loan? Thank you for having me, Emiola. Yeah. Very interesting topic um, for someone that has, done, that has been in credit for a while mm-hmm. and gets to assess individuals and companies before we say, okay, we want to give them a loan or something. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest... Um, things I learned from being in credit for over 13 years is that most times we take money we don't need. Mm. So one of the first characteristics I'll pick is money you don't need. And in as much as you have so many of them dangling this money in front of you, the first question you need to resolve in your mind is, do I need this money? And if this is something that I need that I cannot do without, what will come out of me solving this need? And that is critical for loans. Because you must pay back a loan, it is essential to be able to say, I need this money to do this, and I will earn 40% plus what I have taken, or 50% plus what I have taken, for as long as what you are going to earn is not more than the interest on the loan. That's a bad loan already. Mm. One, first, like I said, is the need. Two, am I going to get a return that is higher than the interest I need to pay. Then how is this loan structured? Is it structured in a way that I can generate cash flows to repay it? So nobody understands your cash flow better than you as an individual. So before a bank or somebody assesses you and says, what can you pay and how can you pay it? You should be able to say, this is how much I earn, this is how I earn it, this is how I collect it, and this is how it will be essential to ensure I can pay. So you don't take a monthly loan if you are earning quarterly Mm -hmm. or if you are earning like sporadically like when i say like like an entrepreneur you don't end in specific intervals then you don't go for a loan instead you go for a bullet loan and you say worst case scenario in the next seven months i'm going to end social amount and i'll be able to pay this installment mm-hmm. if you don't understand your cash flow nobody's going to understand it better than you so if, when you don't that's when they bring the loan to you and most of the loans that you see out there they're structured their product structured they, t- they tell you it's monthly they tell you the terms mm-hmm. when they give you a loan on their own terms it's difficult for you to pay it's a characteristic of a bad loan already you are already into a bad relationship mm-hmm. any good loan should be tailored to meet your needs mm-hmm. and in line with your cash flow mm-hmm. to help you solve your need and then helps you 
in a way that you can plan for repayment. If you don't have that, then you don't have a good loan in your hand. Fantastic, fantastic. One key word there, ability to be able to plan for repayment is very key. So which of um, the loan parameters, I know uh, there are a lot of parameters that you know you look at, at in credits. So which of these parameters is um, are important for us to look at? I know you said um, cash flow. Right. So aside from that, is there any other one that you've not spoken that are, you know, key that we, you know, as customers should look out for? Fantastic. When you're going for a loan, the first question is, do you have two ways out? So before the bank asks you for collateral, the question for you is, if cash flow does not work, is there any other way I can repay this loan? Do I have money somewhere? Do I have like a savings I can use to, you know, defray this? And it might not be savings that you, it might, it, for some people it's pension. Mm-hmm. You know, people leave their jobs and they, they have access to pension and they have that in the back of their mind. That, okay, if I borrow this mo- money from the bank mm-hmm. and if I can get my pension in six months time, mm-hmm. you know, that's a plan. Or mm-hmm. you have somebody else that can give you the money mm-hmm. as a second way out, or you have a property, or but you should be the one doing the assessment first and saying, this is what I can get to defray this loan if cash flow does not work. First things first is cash flow. Mm-hmm. Have a steady cash flow, right? It's mm-hmm. critical. Mm-hmm. Also, very important, look at the interest rate. Make sure it meets with what you can afford. Mm-hmm. If the interest rate is too high, please do not go for it. Do not go for it if it is too high. Mm. And then most importantly, I would also say that other parameters you should look at, what are the legal terms? Mm. If you don't understand it, get a lawyer friend. Let that person read it through for you. There might be some clauses that you should be weary of mm. that the, those people have you know, inserted. Then please and please, if you're going to use a guarantor, make sure the person knows. Inform the person, tell the person the gravity of what that person is going into. Let the person consent to being a guarantor of, of our own or his own volution so that you have somebody that is standing for you, right? And you are sure that this person will come true if that loan goes bad. And you can also go back go back to the person and say, I can pay you back in the future. So, 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 give the person a plan that makes him feel relaxed that you're not about to run away. You just have a hard time paying now and you can take care of it. If you have those plans in place it would help all right all right all right all right that's uh, a lot a lot um okay so my next question will be uh there, there are a lot of rates and to me i feel like they are ridiculous because if you are giving me a loan and i'm paying 40 percent, 50 percent, then it's more like i'm working for you right i i know some people charge one percent i think the lowest we can have in the market now is two percent but what would you say is an ideal rate that you want like our audience are workers working class low working class and sometimes students so what would you say is an ideal rate for us to get as credits Okay, so most importantly, I want you to understand the dynamics behind the rate. The rate is high because they think, they don't just think, they know we are high risk. Mm. For example, I can lose my job the next day. Mm. I'm an individual and I can take a loan. I might be paying, you know, consistently and I just lose my job. And don't forget that on most of these loans, they don't take any collateral from you. Mm. So when you lose your job, so what they're trying to do is earn up front, right? And that's why the rates are high. Mm. That being said... Like I said, you can negotiate your rates, right? You can go ahead and negotiate rates to the rates that you are comfortable with and be sincere with yourself that if you are earning so-so-so amount and if what looks like your rate of return, and I, and as, a, as 
an employee, you can't have a rate of return. You can look at your income and tell yourself, do I have investments? Now, if you're going for debt and you don't have investments, that's a big deal because if you're not earning somewhere, where are you going to pay from, yeah. right? So if all you have is your job and you're not, your money is not being invested in some small investments, then you do, you have no business taking a loan. Mm. But if you have some bit of investment somewhere and you're earning a 10% somewhere, you can benchmark and say, okay, so I have this. So the kind of loan I want to take, I can't pay more than 19%. And you can explain yourself to your lender. What would the lender say? I can't deal with you. And like you said, there are a lot of them out there. So mm. because of that, the power to negotiate lies with the customer. So the ideal rate is the rate that you can afford. Mm. And that's why the repayment schedule is your friend when you're going in for a loan. Mm. Sit down with it, look at it and say, how much does this amount to? Do I hand this from anywhere now that can take care of this loan? Mm. Now, the money I want to spend what I want to spend it on. Am I going to earn more than this to be able to take care of this interest rate? If those answers are no, then you have no business taking the loan. Mm, mm, fantastic. That's that's an eye-opener for me, especially right there. So what are your thoughts about credits in general as it relates to the Nigerian market? Right? I know uh, over time, it, it has grown to a wide scale, right? So what do you see in future and what do you see happening to credits like in future? I know we are not there yet, mm-hmm, exactly, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I know in in um, in the abroad you can get credit cards and mm-hmm. get to buy all these things. Mm-hmm. So, but how, what do you see, say, in the next uh, one, two, two, three years, How what, where do you see credits in Nigeria? I think credit will continue to grow. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you why credit will continue to grow. Mm-hmm. Credit stimulates the economy. Mm. It creates SMEs. And we found ways now that credits are not just coming in as bank loans anymore. You have grants coming into the country. Mm. They're a form of credit. For example, you don't repay grants. Mm. And then you have the private equity space that's also bringing in equity investment into businesses that they're not, they're taking their money with interest, but they're not taking it out almost immediately. Mm. So you have patient capital, you have all that. Mm. They are essential for growth. Mm. And for as long as we will continue to create SMEs, mm. individuals will continue to think of increasing, mm. meeting their needs and all that credit is going to grow in the nearest future we've seen it grow mm-hmm. in the last two to three years mm. bringing in a lot of fintechs and all that you know helping to solve problems there is the bad side of the fact that people do not understand the concept of credit they mm. see it as probably a national cake for some people yeah. for some people they take it and from at the back of their mind they have at the back of their mind they, that they will not pay yeah. when they are taking it but by the time the credit score system grows in Nigeria yeah. because it will grow mm. and your credit score allows you to take more money to enhance yourself, increase income, increase what you can achieve in terms of wealth. Yeah. Then it would make sense for you to ensure that your credits are well paid and that you build a, a reputation that makes you a bride to lenders. Oh. So if you, if you, Pay as often as possible and they check your credit report and they see that you are always paying on time, then more people would want to do business with you. So it is important for you as an individual now, even before the credit culture, you know, grows in Nigeria, have it at the back of your mind when you are taking a loan that you want to pay back so that you are building a pedigree so that somebody else can finance you tomorrow. Because the first thing lenders look at is, has this guy taken a loan before? If he has, how did he do on that loan. Mm. Most likely his character will be the same on this new loan. Mm. And then by the time you start thinking bigger, you always find people ready to finance you. Mm. So as an individual, 
the credit culture is important. Mm -hmm. And then even as a business person, it's even much better because when others are looking for money, you find people coming to you and say, don't you need more money? Because they know that they've seen the testimonials, they've seen it in your credit report. So we must imbibe that culture. Again, because you cannot have cash for everything you need. Yeah, that's key. And so most of us are not achieving more right now because we're just looking at our income and staying within our income. Yeah. But with credit well-managed, you would improve your wealth. Mm. For example, I had a boss then that would always take out money at 5% and invest at 10%. And he was growing the money. So he was not using the money to buy TV mm. or to buy things that he was using it to grow income. Before you know it, he had more than 20 million in his account. Mm. And it was gradual loan. He didn't do it with his own cash. You know, he spent within his income and then he took out those loans yearly just to invest. So, so it's important to, to use these loans for the right purpose, have the capacity to pay mm. and have that track record so that in the nearest future, you can play in that market and use it to achieve so much more. So I have two more questions, Sidi. I'm not here, but mm. I just, I just, you know, it just came to my mind while there is a, will I say fear in, in our minds, to be mm -hmm. honest, you know, at some point, me too, before I got to know about credit, there's a fear that people say, ah, you know, you might log back business, something mm, like that. Mm. So what, what, how, how would you enlighten people? It's not a burden. Mm. It's not, it's not the devil. <laughs> it's just, I think that we need to imbibe it as a culture and it's yeah. not a bad culture. Mm -hmm. It's not a bad culture. It's a, like, just like you said, it's a way to help you grow your way of life. Yeah. You know, some people will say, eh, don't bite more than you can chew. Mm -hmm. how, how, how can you explain and say, it's okay to take a loan, mm -hmm. but you have to put all these things in place. So how can yeah. you shed more light on that? Okay. So let me just say it straight. It's okay to take a loan <laughs> because I've also taken loans before. Yeah. Yes. It, it's okay to take a loan. Um, I think one of the biggest fears we've had is because in the past our parents took loans for the wrong reasons yeah. and some of them even took more than they could buy it. and some of them didn't think of debt, they didn't think of insurance and mm. all that and some of them left it for their families to carry. Mm. So you, you had the bad news all over the place. Mm. You even had families that their houses were taken away from them because their father pledged the house. So you have a lot of bad stories mm. but I think that just like insurance just like investments, you know, you can lose money, right? Mm. But if you turn properly, intentionally, mm. with knowledge, then you will be growing wealth. I mean, Dangote takes take loans. Yeah. I mean, he couldn't have built that refinery mm. with his own money alone. Mm. So, so it's, it's important for us to understand that there's a good side of credit. Mm. And that good side of credit is a function of your financial literacy mm. and how you treat money. Mm. Once you know that money is fungible and you don't treat it anyhow, and that you, you should have your own personal accounts, mm. meaning you're accounting for how you spend money. Mm. If you're accountable then a loan cannot be a bad thing for you. And then you can negotiate loans. Knowledge helps you to negotiate loans, you know? Yeah. Some, of, some of our parents went then to take loans from banks to do businesses, and they didn't think about the interest. Just give me the money. I just need the money. But then, are you looking at the interest rates? What you would earn? How much will be left after this loan is taken away from you? Is taken and the interest is paid back, what do you have left? Now, if you don't understand those numbers, then like I said, you have no business taking the loan. But then again, why don't you want to understand it? Open your mind, understand what it is about, 
have more knowledge about. If you want to ask questions, continue to ask questions. Ask questions from friends. Ask questions from people who have been in the banking industry. Ask from financial experts. Join our community. <laughs> yeah. Ask, just build your knowledge so that you can use these things for your own advantage. Yeah. But most importantly, be prudent and be disciplined about it. Thank you very much. That was very, 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 very enlightening. Money Monday podcast. Subscribe now on all audio streaming podcasts.